More than a million low-income Australians are living in housing stress. With rents rising more than 25% since COVID, the pressure is on governments on all levels just to do more. Yesterday, the federal government introduced its billion-dollar housing legislative package, while in Queensland, the Palaszczuk government has invited builders and community organisations to pitch affordable housing projects. Cameron Dick is the Queensland Treasurer and he joins us this morning. Good morning. Hi, Patricia. Happy New Year. Good to be back on the program. Yeah, back-to-back treasurers this morning. Uh, Queensland has a... Aren't you lucky? (laughs) I love a treasurer. Queensland (laughs) has a record 50,000 people on the waiting list for public housing. There have been record rent increases and historically low vacancy rates. How would you describe the crisis facing your state? Oh, the pressure on housing uh, is uh, significant in Queensland, across Australia, and we know around the world, this is one of, uh, in our country, one of the, and in our state, one of the unanticipated consequences of COVID. Um, you know, Queensland perhaps managed the uh, managed the virus better than uh, any other part of the country, save WA. We don't take much pleasure in that. But what, what we do know is that uh, has resulted in people wanting to come uh, and live in Queensland. So we've had uh, a record uh, number of interstate migrants coming to Queensland, record population growth as a consequence, and that's put pressure on our housing and other social services. But our government's responding uh, with a range of mechan- mechanisms and measures, including direct investment, almost $4 billion now in, in responding to the housing challenge in our state and, uh, and our new housing uh, investment fund. This is new for Queensland, $2 billion. Uh, that we will uh, set aside and that we will use uh, forever to draw down on the uh, the interest and income on that to invest into innovative housing programs, working with uh, superannuation funds, working with the housing community housing sector and working with private construction and developers uh, across the state to, to look at new and innovative housing supply and, and really getting that out uh, across to people as quickly as possible is very important, working both with the private sector and in the public sector to help address that. Everyone's, uh, everyone's got a job to do. Yeah, you just mentioned the, the, the funding, unlocking $130 million for the private sector from the state's $2 billion housing investment fund. What sort of projects are you specifically looking for? Yeah, we're, we're releasing the expressions of interest, uh, Patricia, now, uh, and we broaden those from our first round. We've already are uh, working with the Australian Retirement Trust, which is Australia's second biggest superannuation fund. We've unlocked... Uh, the capacity to develop 1,200 residences. So in this second round, we've been listening to industry. We want to basically look at more uh, standalone affordable housing projects. Now, that could be uh, ready-to-proceed projects. It could be a number of um, uh, dwelling houses in regional Queensland. It could be a small unit development. It doesn't have to be the big high-rise developments. So we need to build more flexibility in there because that's what the market's told us. That's what construction companies have told us. And they've told us that from regional Queensland. So we're not trying to dictate what we do. We're trying to listen to those companies that can get these uh, homes and dwellings built and then work uh, by funding that to de-risk the project to perhaps do a build a rent project in a small community that will have um, residences ultimately built where rent will be lower than market rate will help them subsidise that over a longer period. So they're the sort of programs we're looking at. We're just trying to pull every possible lever. We know how hard it is for Queenslanders in some parts of our state. Uh, and uh, we are we are working across our government agencies and departments, uh, whether it be 
the state development, whether it be our housing department or treasury uh, or communities to try and address this. And what timeline are you working towards? When when will actually, you know, real people be able to move in? Well, we've got a couple of projects already underway. Uh, So site clearing is happening now. Construction will happen on that. There's a couple in Redcliffe here in Chermside. Then the bigger projects will start coming along uh, on in 23, 24. That's just the reality. We have to build the projects and we are subject to the same pressures when it comes to the cost of construction materials and also labour costs and labour constraints, having the workforce. But we've got some plans there to address that. So our commitment is 5,600 homes under construction or commenced or completed by 2027. Just that's the reality of building now. But we are we are working uh, as fast as we can. That's within this program. But of course, we've got uh, you know about five thousand homes uh, that we have commenced uh, or completed since we start came to government. So we've got a, a government pipeline of housing. So there are thousands of homes being built, and we've got a record number of homes being built in the mm. in the private sector. Uh, it's increased by more than twenty five percent in one year. So there's a lot of uh, housing coming. So this is another pipeline, if I can call it that way, to get more uh, homes into the community. And what are the guarantees uh, that taxpayers will have that this isn't going to become some cash splash for property developers? No, that's a good point, uh, Patricia. Um, you know, we, we sort of get it from both ends. We get criticised for not acting fast enough. But that point you make is a good one. Uh, Treasury has to put the Treasury magnifying uh, glass over the uh, over the proposals that come in. Uh, We've got that first deal that I talked about was a deal with uh, Australia's second biggest superannuation fund based in Queensland, uh, Brisbane Housing Corporation, which is a well-known and well-regarded community housing company uh, and the government. And so that's the first tranche. And can I say Queensland Investment Corporation, our our big investment company here, government-owned investment corporation, they work together to put that deal together. And we know that solid and certain uh, and will uh, deliver what we wanted to do, more affordable home, homes and houses for Queensland. But So we have to look at it carefully. It, it's not just, a, as you say, a, a cash splash to the private sector. I, I, I mean, I do want to acknowledge what the private sector is doing in, in, um, in assisting us to, to, to build that uh, pipeline of homes, but we, we are working uh, cooperatively there. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, one of the key features of that program was working with a, a community agency as tenancy managers. They know how to do it. They know how to bring vulnerable people in and care for them in uh, in residential accommodation, including putting support services around them. Uh, so that's the sort of project we want to get up and running. And Brisbane Housing Corporation, for example, has a long history of that. There are other community housing providers across Queensland that have done that. So we will look very carefully at that, but we have to we have to find that balance. We have to uh, act as quickly as possible, uh, but in a, in, a, in a sensible and prudent way when it comes to public money. Cameron Dick, thank you for joining us this morning. Great to talk to you, Patricia. That's the Queensland Treasurer, Cameron Dick, and you're listening to ABCRN Breakfast. Find more great ABCRN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.